0: And welcome to a new episode of This Week in Maldives by Rashu M.V. I'm your host, Afaf Adam, and on this podcast, we'll talk about the latest news, hot topics, weird trends, and honestly, anything I find interesting and relevant that's going on in a little island nation. So I'm going to start off today's episode by telling you a story about a man named Ali. Ali is an average, regular, middle-aged Maldivian man who lives in a rural island with a population of 2000 people. So one fine day as Ali is going about his business, just doing his regular life things and routine, he feels a sharp pain on his side. And as the day goes on, it just keeps getting on worse and worse and worse. He goes to the Island Health Center but they can't tell him what's wrong and recommend that he goes to the Atoll Regional Hospital instead. To do this, he needs to go through the inconvenient process of finding time off work and also getting enough money to get transportation and also possibly accommodation. Nevertheless, the pain is unbearable for Ali and he really needs to see a doctor. So he goes through this process and finds away to get the money finds the time and goes to that hospital he finally gets to see a doctor and forks over some more money for tests scans and after rigorous examination the doctors tell ali that the reason behind his affliction and the reason for his pain and suffering over time has been a kidney stone when ali hears this he is relieved up until the doctor tells him how much it costs to remove this pesky little kidney stone. Now, Ali doesn't have that kind of money so his only option is to walk out or perhaps let's say limp away from the doctor's room and while still in excruciating pain decides to head back home. As he's leaving the hospital, Ali coincidentally meets a friend outside. A friend asks Ali, Oh man, how are you doing? You're coming out of a hospital. It must not be good. And Ali spills his woes to his friend, telling him all about his health concerns and money issues. The friend patiently listens as Ali pours his heart out. And when he's done, says to him, Ali, my brother, my friend, what you need is to be a segue for the host of this podcast. To transition into today's topic which is traditional medicine so yeah Ali is not a real person I just needed a punchy intro to start off this topic on traditional medicine or herbal medicine which has been a huge part of our cultural heritage actually in today's modern times most people just use regular medicine because it's more effective and I would say healthcare services are generally of good quality and most types of treatment are generally available. The problem with our healthcare system lies in its accessibility. A lot of people have to travel to the capital city of Male to get healthcare because all the resources are pooled to our country's capital city. That's why traditional medicine remains popular as it is an alternative type of medicine, especially for people who can't afford the time and money it takes to access regular healthcare. Typically, Maldivian traditional medicine is used to treat conditions that range from digestive problems and body pain to arthritis. Today, we don't have many traditional medicine practitioners in the Maldives as we used to and you could say that the art or tradition of herbal medicine is dying out this is where i'd like to look into the historical and cultural significance of this practice here's a historical fun fact for you there was a queen in the 16th century called buraki running who according to legend apparently she was so good at it that the medicine she made was able to heal someone after they had been stabbed with a sword and that's the least interesting thing about her by the way. I'm going into a bit of a tangent but she has a bit of a Game of Thrones type of story. I'm not kidding she literally ran away to India because they wouldn't let her marry her cousin and then she made a deal with the Portuguese, came back, assassinated her brother, took over only to get exiled by her husband a few years later. Anyway, I digress but that was a fun history tangent to go on. My point is that until western medicine came along, it was a huge part of our history and our culture and it was our mainstream method of healthcare. So the exact origin of traditional medicine in Maldives is unknown but it's theorized that over the centuries Maldivian healers, acquired medical knowledge from people who were traveling through the islands and adapted this information and used what they could find locally. And sometimes if they could import ingredients, they would use those to make medicine. The foundation of the traditional medicine practice today was laid in the book, Tebul Fugrafi Hikmatil Umarai, written by a well-known practitioner of traditional medicine called Al-Sheikh Al-Hakim Ahmad Didi, who was from Sinu et al. The key concept behind this practice is based on Unani medicine and the term Unani means Greek in Arabic. So it goes back really far into ancient times. Here is where my problem with traditional medicine comes in. It can very quickly slip into the territory of pseudoscience in fact the regular medical community generally considers traditional medicine as pseudoscience the basis of Maldivian herbal medicine lies in concepts such as four types of humors and treating those with ingredients that can provide either a heating or cooling effect so you can see where the science gets a little murky and starts sounding a little fake but that isn't to say ingredients that can heal can't be found in nature. Digoxin pills, which are used as heart medicine, comes from the plant foxglove. The thing with foxglove is that it's poisonous, but researchers have been able to extract digoxin from it safely and make medicine that has been able to help people immensely. Now. If you're someone with a heart condition who wants to go through the all-natural route, the problem with herbal medicine is that it is not studied and it is not regulated to the level of quality and credibility that Western mainstream medicine has. People who practice traditional medicine consider it a treasure and are very exclusive about who they share it with. I recall this one article about a herbal medicine practitioner from Sinu et al who had to be self-taught because the person they approached to learn about it refused saying that it will only be passed on to people of her family. But luckily not all practitioners are super secretive and now we have spa treatments that incorporate traditional medicine available at Kurmba Maldives and Amilla resorts and residences. Personally, I think this is the way to go if you want to preserve traditional medicine as a cultural heritage. As much as I love the idea of forest fairy in touch with nature vibes of herbal medicine, the fact that you don't know what's in it, how much is in it, what side effects it could cause, can prove to be very dangerous, especially for people with serious illnesses. At the end of the day it's your choice but if you do decide to try herbal medicine do check the approved list of medications and ingredients listed on the websites of the ministry of health and mfda you should especially not take herbal medicine if you're going into surgery because some herbal medicines can interfere with anesthesia and can lead to complications after surgery as well And that goes for people taking other medicines, people with serious health conditions like liver or kidney disease, pregnant or breastfeeding women, the elderly, and children. I think traditional medicine is a cultural heritage worth preserving, but its pseudoscientific nature makes it ethically dubious as a form of healthcare. Incorporating this practice into the hospitality industry could be a way to maintain this tradition and the economic activity that it generates. But because capitalism does what it does, the question remains, would doing that ruin the accessibility to marginalized communities? I'm going to leave you to think about that question because with that, we have reached the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and I hope you join me on the next one.